0: Hi, this is Quakey from Free Mormons on YouTube. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hope you enjoy the podcast!
1: What is a mission? It's where we go to exotic places and we preach the gospel of the Lord and sometimes those exotic places are Boise, Idaho. Missions. Lady and gentleman... I'm just kidding. Sorry. Uh, so... so <laughs>
2: Curtsy at you, like, yes! <laughs> I'm not a
1: gentleman? You are a gentleman. So, missions are a serious thing in my opinion, that the church really wants people that are stalwart and they are willing to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, but do so with worthiness. And so for me, the age change is an amazing thing because that has lots of missionaries going out into the field. The age change of 19-year-olds, now 18-year-olds. Am I talking way too much? I feel like I'm talking a lot. It's just quiet.
2: Three Mormons, (laughs) talking a lot. Um, I don't think you're talking a lot. So like the age change thing, maybe some people don't know about that, but a long time ago... Like a couple years ago, nineteen year old boys would go out and serve and twenty one year old girls would go out and serve. And then they switched it in like two thousand thirteen, I think, to eighteen year old boys and nineteen year old girls. Oh, that's why all
0: my girlfriends in Provo have left me.
2: That's why all (laughs) your girlfriends have left you.
0: All of them. (laughs) Yeah, so so that's the reason
1: So because of the age change, bad. because lots... of
2: the age change, lots of guys are skipping college and yeah. going right on a mission. And I think
1: college is the perfect time for you to just get those like weird kinks out. You know, that immature type of personality that people have, that self-centeredness. And and I think honestly the age change happened as well because we lose lots of stalwart guys and girls in college. They just kind of go off the deep end. So I understand why going right after high school is a smart idea. But for me, go to school, figure out who you are, If you have that testimony that is burning and you want to serve a mission, great. And if you really want to serve a mission after high school, I think that's fine. Um, I think it's great, but for some reason for me, I just feel deep down inside that going to college is just a great experience.
2: Do you think we could say, like, pray about when to serve and get the the revelation Mm -hmm. about when you should serve, regardless of your gender, but, like, if you should serve? Because lots of girls are going out and serving right now but some of them just went out to serve just because everybody else was doing it. A mission call, yeah, a mission different. call
1: needs to be something that is revealed to you. I think mm. that's really important. You don't just go off of a whim, but it's something that you really decide to do because the Lord has called you. Quick, why are you staring into the camera? I have no opinion on this.
0: <laughs> and I don't disagree with the things you have said. <laughs> I think... That to be an effective missionary, yeah. you have to be relatable, right? Yeah, exactly. And the majority of Americans, you know, have committed crimes. So I think, you know, committing a string of felonies before you go on your mission. Um, and, you know, you know, you rob a couple of banks, pushing people down an elevator. Because if you can do terrible, terrible things, you could put that to use and do good things as well. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: many people are gonna take you seriously <laughs> and, like, you I punch you I down.
0: I will punch you down. Basically, what you I said, said is,
1: the power to do bad things can equate to the power to do good things. I, I want to clarify. I, I don't.
0: I don't mean any of that. I'm being silly. I, I want them <laughs> to edit the set. I don't mean any of the things I've said.
2: Um, anyways, so, so i are just of gonna move on <clears throat> from that one quickly. Okay, what about, What about, I'll whip out a quote from Thomas S. Monty <clears throat> Missionary service is a priesthood responsibility.
0: Missionary service is a priesthood responsibility and a lack of priesthood responsibility because you know what? Sisters serve missions. Yes, okay? they do. Paul the Apostle and, you know, if Paulette was there, she probably would have done some talking too. Who's wait, wait. Paulette? Paulette? I'm saying Paula. Paul is a different... woman. If Paul was a woman, Paula Paula, Paula Abdul the Apostle. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'm saying that women and men both can serve missions because yeah. women are just as equal to men and men are just as equal to women because God created us, male and female, together, to, to to be coupled together. I believe, frankly, that the American people do indeed need women in their lives. And I would also like to make a personal statement that women are the lifeblood of America in the factories, in the offices, and especially the kitchens. What of a both!
1: I just saw a mixture of FDR, JFK, (laughs) just summoning outside of your face. So something interesting is that missionaries are not perfect. No. But the work is perfect. The work of the Lord is perfect. You know, the structure of serving a mission to bring people unto Christ is probably the best thing a 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old can do because it takes you out of that self-absorbed world and puts you into a world where you forget yourself. So, pre-mission do's and don'ts. I think dating is totally cool before the mission, and I think, honestly... What
2: kind of dating?
1: Uh, dating, like, if you feel inclined to date someone because you feel like...
2: What kind of dating, Ian? <laughs> nope, say it. Serious single dating or casual group dating? I
1: think sometimes it's important to understand that everyone's circumstance is different.
2: Everybody's circumstances are different, so but... It. Wait! Wait! Shelly's <laughs> into this one. I'm oh, into this it. one!
1: So my wife and I we started dating seriously before my mission and it was within the bounds like we were just you know having fun getting to know each other and then we really decided that we were connecting at a serious level and it just kind of kept going and then I was like I still want to serve a mission and I served a mission honorably and we wrote each other and it was fine and then after the mission it all worked out. I don't see anything wrong with that.
2: That is the exception, though. That's not what happens you're correct, for most Shelly. people. You're yeah. correct, you're correct. So for most people, I think that's why it's in the For the Strength of Youth pamphlet that like you're only supposed to group date when you're 16. Where, Where is it? It says, <laughs> well, if we had it out here, which you like do We do had not. it
0: out here. Okay, <laughs> Shelly. Listen, no. Shelly, I yes. love you dearly, Aww. but you're wrong about all the things. And you know, <laughs> it's not that you grew up just being wrong have long. you read
2: before the fourth strength of youth power?
0: have you, you yes. this girl this yes. girl takes doctrine hey. out of somewhere and hey. says you know hey it hey. says hey <laughs> Okay. Let's have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Well, actually, Brigham Young Declare that. Where did you get this from?
2: The internet. LDS.org. Okay. We're supposed to date when we're 16. Casual, like, group dates and not anything serious. I think
0: that, I think, when you're 16, right? And you're, you're growing up, you have to date before you go on a mission. Yeah. And sometimes it can like, be serious. date around. Sometimes. Whoa, it just I, date around. Just play the few. Yes. Oh, yeah. Get no, it no, no, bring it in, no, in. no. Yeah. I think, what are you, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> you look like you're playing Twister. I think... That it's so good date. to know what you'd like, and dating will help you get you know normalize a little bit. And then when you go on your mission, you come back, you know what you want. You're gonna go after her. I don't think
1: you have to have this. You know, don't yeah. no date before your mission. Seriously, it does work out. It right? works out. It but I, okay, I'm the exception. But also, there's no rule of like no dating. There's so no is, rule. There's no rule. I think it's smart though because sometimes it's smart. Sometimes oh, oh, she's whipping up the phone. Oh, all right. Gosh. I'm if sorry. there is a rule, I'm Finally. sorry. Wait, while End. she whips something out on the phone, I'm just gonna tell you quick. This is how I attract the opposite sex. I just do this. Mm. Just playing Twister. I
2: wish I just had. So <laughs> I that. took him three years cool. to get his wife. Okay. <laughs> okay. We have a physical for the Strength of Youth pamphlet now that talks about. Dating on the inside, and this is given by prophets. But you should not date until you are at least 16 years old. When you begin dating, okay. go with one or more additional couples. Avoid going on frequent dates with the same person. That's basically okay. what it says.
1: But there is no like chronological timeline that no, says, this not- has to happen before you are on your mission. So I think if you're an 18, 19 year old, and you are seriously dating someone, and you feel like you have self-control, and you really want to invest, No, I was wrong, she's right. Yes, as you enter, it does have
2: a little bit of a timeline. As you enter your adult years, which... 18 is adult years, yes. which is when we say go on a mission, so that's technically We, saying, don't, we don't say that. We okay, don't just say like go like, on a mission at 18. No, but that's like the new age, so it's fine. Make dating and marriage a high priority. Seek a companion who is worthy to go to the temple and to be sealed to you for time and all eternity. You did that. And I Great did that. job. And I did that. Yes, so you so I, did. So that's the total exception. Wrong. Total <laughs> exception. It's the
1: exception. It's the exception. I am not advocating yeah. for people to just start dating seriously before their missions, but I'm also saying that it's not that big of a deal.
2: Prayerfully and... it. I think that dating before I got to college, seriously, and having a boyfriend was like the biggest mistake of my entire life, and I will say that. It was firmly. actually the greatest
1: choice of my entire greatest life. Greatest choice of He's his, worst wa-
2: choice of mine. He's going to watch that. He and I agree with that. Like, it <laughs> didn't work out. It I
0: know a, a couple idea. of them, actually. So if you're going your mission and part of your heart's in a different girl or boy, you know, and it's, it, it's distracting you from doing what you're supposed to do, that could maybe make...
1: You're not as good of a missionary that time. you oh. You know what I mean? Oh man, this is personal storytelling time with you. So there are many times where I slaved over letters, slave, just trying to figure out like if things were right and if she still liked me and if she didn't like me, and it like kind of emotionally compromised me a couple of times. That was a bad decision. I think waiting for someone is okay. I think that's fine. I think you can write each other, but just don't emotionally compromise yourself. I think it's fine to write. Do you not think it's okay to write someone it's that you're interested in? It's good to write
2: somebody, but I wouldn't ever say wait for anybody. I was legitimately depressed for two years because I was waiting for a guy, and I shouldn't have done that. I yeah. should have just had fun and like lived could've. my life. I, I did, but yeah. at the same time I was super depressed because so I was The only waiting. reason that I
1: have a different story is because she went on a mission and I went on a mission. Yeah. So it was kind of like Mormon insurance. There were no like guys prowling around trying to date my future wife. You know the guys. Spit it
0: out quickly. The guys who say things like, I will never date a sister missionary. I will never date a woman who's returned from a mission. How do you feel
1: about that? I think that is terrible. I think that is just, you know, writing out a list of things for a perfect woman, which you should not do. I think you should have an idea of who you want to be and you be that person. (laughs) Delete that from my notes. Take that off your list. I think you should have an idea of who you want to be and. That that woman should emulate who you want to be as well. And if I think the whole idea of, I think she needs to be an RM or else I won't date her or marry her. I think that goes the same for men as well.
0: It does. I think if a
1: woman says, I will not marry a man because he is not an RM, what if God tells you that that man is for you? Like, what if he reveals it to you that, like, that's, like, a way to go? And you're just like, nope, got an RM, can't do it.
2: So the mm-hmm. prophet did say missionary service is a priesthood responsibility. So a lot of girls put that, I want to marry an RM, I'll only marry an RM on their list because they think that they're following, like, doc, like the, yeah. the prophets have said. Yeah. What you really want to look for if you're a girl is somebody who is willing to mm-hmm. obey all of God's commandments.
0: And, yeah. and
2: if he couldn't serve a mission for X reason or whatever... Exactly. Is he obedient yes. right now? And, but also with girls, girls are not required to serve because it is a priesthood responsibility. So if a guy says to you, just ladies, I'm talking to you, if a guy says to you, uh, I will never marry you because you are not an RM or you're not serving a mission, you could slap him in the face right there.
0: You know, just because you didn't serve a mission doesn't I mean you're bad. You know, no. maybe, maybe there's some guy who's a yeah. political science major. You know, his, his pr- name is, you know, his name's like, it's, Quanku, it's foreign. He's got or, pretty golden brown skin. You know, he's got a very Nice, bright, white teeth. Very, very great guy. Gonna be successful one day. About? I don't um, know. I don't you know, know, he may not ask you on a second date because that's an in- internal issue he has to work on, but don't <laughs> be offended by it if he calls you three months
1: later. It's not a big deal.
2: Was that personal? Did you or... Was that
1: like a personal ad that you threw out there for like. like... No, that was my buddy. When I... <laughs> oh, you're just helping your buddy out? You're just yeah, helping your buddy out? The show. I think when people say, I'm not gonna marry you if you're not an RM, that means you just don't have the capacity to empathize. You don't understand their circumstance. You don't know what they went through. And also it's it's this weird creation of spiritually shallow. Yeah. You know? It's like it's kind of self righteous. It is. It's
0: sense. like I will only date an RM. Well, I do what does an RM rm wanna date you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. What
2: do you really want when you say I only wanna date an RM? You wanna date somebody who is mature, who is spiritually at a yeah. level that you feel that you're at or mm-hmm. like you're on similar pages mm-hmm. with things. Yes. And who's, like, lived a life and seen some things and experienced life, you know? That's what you gain on a mission, I'm assuming.
1: You gain that on a mission. Yeah, on a mission, you gain lots of life lessons that I think would be difficult to gain not on a mission, but you can. I think people do. And I think it's okay to date those people and to marry those people and to not just, like, throw them into a leprosy colony and say, oh, these people are we're in a, we a colony! <laughs> the way he shook when he did that, oh my gosh. I just think you just can't do that. You just can't like exile these people and just put like a little patch on them and say, "Not in our not gonna marry yet. Okay? Yeah, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work in my mind. I think no, that's just, that I'll... is against the gospel. But you
2: could do bad stuff on a mission and still serve a mission, right?
1: Oh my gosh. Ooh, let's not soft uh, soft spot. Soft spot. <laughs> For a different episode. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you right now, if you have the chance to serve a mission... Do it. Do it. Go. Please. There is no other opportunity in the world that compares to two years or 18 months on a mission. That, I can tell you from like every single freaking fiber of my being, that that is just one of the most powerful moments of my life, telling people not how to be happy or how to live, but telling people you know, that there's a chance, that they can become someone better, that they can do something with their life. And you can't really do that outside of a It's like
2: having a really good cookie and then giving it to somebody else because it's a
0: good cookie. (laughs) Oh, what what do we follow his beautiful (laughs) statement? And also, missionary work does not end after your mission, you know? We are called to be disciples of the Lord our entire lives, so it just keeps going. You preach the gospel in all the ways you can, a lot of it just through the way you are, you know, make your choices that are right, you have a friendly presence, warming, and you're helping the downtrodden. That's what a missionary—you don't stop being a missionary when the, when comes the badge off. goes off. You're a missionary your whole life. If you agree with us, comment below and tell us what you think. You probably disagree with Shelley like the most of the world, but that's okay. Subscribe and
1: share it with all your friends. Quake does an auctioneer.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to find us on YouTube every week and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have a Tinder date. See ya.